From Washington, here is the news in VOA Special English. Egyptian media are reporting another serious health crisis for former Egyptian President Hosni Mubarak. A VOA reporter in Cairo says the news comes only weeks after Mubarak was sentenced to life in prison for his role in the killing of protesters who helped oust him. Mr. Mubarak was taken from prison to a military hospital late Tuesday. There are conflicting reports on his condition. Confusion over Mr. Mubarak's condition comes as tens of thousands of protesters once again gather in Cairo. The Muslim Brotherhood, labor groups, and the April 6th Youth Movement called for the protest in Tahrir Square. The call answered a declaration from the temporary military rulers that gave them and the courts the power to make decisions about local and foreign policy. The move effectively takes away power from a newly elected president. This weekend, the candidate of the once-banned Muslim Brotherhood claimed victory in Egypt's first free presidential election. Official results are expected later this week. Britain says a Russian ship, believed to be transporting weapons to Syria, appears to have turned back after a British insurance company cancelled its insurance. The Standard Club Insurance Company said Tuesday it was told the Russian ship was transporting weapons to Syria. The insurance company said it then told the ship's owners it was cancelling the ship's insurance. Separately, the Syrian Foreign Ministry says observers tried to move citizens out of the central city of Homs Tuesday. Syrian officials said the observers were blocked by armed terrorist groups. United Nations Observer Chief Rupert Mood has asked the Syrian government and the rebel forces to permit women, children, and the wounded to leave. The leaders of the world's largest economies say they are ready to work together to improve economic growth. The G20 leaders have been meeting in Mexico. Reuters News reports that French President François Hollande said he and German Chancellor Angela Merkel agree that Europe must find its own answer to the debt crisis, rather than seek solutions from outside. On Tuesday, President Obama met privately with Chinese President Hu Jintao. China has promised to provide $43 billion in emergency money to the International Monetary Fund. Brazil, Russia, and India have also each promised to give the fund $10 billion. Greek socialist leader Evangelos Venizelos says political party leaders hope to have a coalition government formed on Wednesday. He spoke on Tuesday and said that his 
Pusak Party might reach agreement with the conservative New Democracy Party and Democratic Left Party on the third and last day of negotiations to form a government. The country's president has given the head of the New Democracy Party until Wednesday to form a coalition. That party won the most seats in the parliamentary elections on Sunday, but did not win a majority. The liberal Syriza party came in second in the election. Syriza opposes the terms of international rescue loans for Greece, and is refusing to join the coalition. The Democratic Left Party opposes the rescue loans, but may also join a governing coalition with Posok and New Democracy. Burmese democracy leader Aung San Suu Kyi has thanked the British people for 25 years of support. She spoke at the start of her visit to Britain Tuesday on her 67th birthday. She left her husband and sons in Britain 24 years ago when she returned to Burma to care for her sick mother. She was detained for most of the next 20 years by the military rulers in Burma. She spoke at the London School of Economics on Tuesday. Later in the week, she will talk to both Houses of Parliament. Aung San Suu Kyi was released from house arrest in 2010 and has now been elected to Parliament. Pakistan's highest court says Prime Minister Yusuf Reza Gilani cannot hold office. The court said Mr. Gilani is guilty of not investigating charges of corruption against President Asif Ali Zardari. The court says that Mr. Gilani is no longer Prime Minister, and that President Zardari must begin the process of electing a new Prime Minister. Under Pakistan's constitution, the President must call a joint meeting of Parliament to elect the new leader. Mr. Gilani has refused to step down. The court ruling Tuesday came as the government in Pakistan struggles with Islamic militants, a weak economy, and violent protests against continuing losses of electricity. Doctors in central Afghanistan say they are treating at least 116 Afghan students, mostly girls, after they became sick at school. Health officials in Bamiyan province made the announcement Tuesday. For the past several weeks, hundreds of students across Afghanistan have reported strange smells in their schools and trouble standing up. In some cases, they vomited. Local hospital officials are investigating whether the students were poisoned. Afghan intelligence officials have accused the Pakistani military spy agency of being involved in the incidents. Pakistan says the charges are senseless. 
Other Afghan officials blame the Taliban, which has denied any involvement. And in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, some delegates to the Rio Plus 20 environmental meeting have agreed on a proposed plan for world leaders to sign. The early version of the plan calls for protecting the health of the world while working to bring billions of people out of poverty. The protection would come from protecting natural resources instead of using natural resources irresponsibly. Very few details have been released, but some environmentalists say the plan is too weak. More than 100 world leaders plan to attend the meeting Wednesday in Brazil. The gathering comes 20 years after the meeting in Kyoto, Japan, that led to the Kyoto Agreement to cut pollution believed to cause climate change. And now, briefly, here again is the major news at this hour. Egyptian media are reporting another serious health crisis for former Egyptian President Hosni Mubarak. Britain says a Russian ship, believed to be transporting weapons to Syria, appears to have turned back after a British insurance company cancelled its insurance. And the leaders of the world's largest economies say they are ready to work together to improve economic growth. And that's the news in VOA Special English from Washington.